don't think waiting is really a strong suit for most people. And even in the world that we live in today, waiting is not something that we're accustomed to. I mean, even back when I was younger, we had to wait uh, and it was hard, but I think about how much we sped forward and the things we wait for today. For instance, I remember uh, getting something from the Sears catalog and uh, it having to take a week or two to to get here, probably more like two to three weeks before we got the package. And today we feel like there's something not right if we can't get our package in two days. Or we think about how um, if we want to watch a, a, our, our the TV a TV program, most of our programming that we're watching it comes out on Netflix or Prime or something. The whole the whole uh, all the episodes come out at once, where we used to have to wait one week after another. Or think about um, uh, getting mail and how we used to um, have to wait for that letter to come. It would be mailed and we have to wait. Now somebody will text us and say, hey, I sent you an email and we'll go and it's, and it's there. Or you know, when, when we first were getting onto the internet, we had to hit the dial-up button and it took a while before we get on the internet. Now we press the button and it's like, boom, there it is and we're searching. I mean, so much has changed and I think waiting has become a little bit harder for us. And so when we come to Psalm chapter 40, it, it, it's interesting because it, it gives us this picture and this idea that waiting is, um, is something that we need to do with God. And so we, we come to the first verse and David says in, in the first verse of 40, he says, I waited patiently for the Lord to hear me, <clears throat> uh, waited patiently for the Lord to help me. He turned to me and he heard my cry. Timothy Keller points out that in Hebrew, where it says, I waited patiently, it actually can be translated uh, uh, I, to wait, wait. I wait, wait for the Lord to hear me. And so it's a wait, wait. Uh, I like that. Uh, it really does cause us to pause. I mean, patiently, yes, I waited patiently. It means that there's something. But <clears throat> there is this part of waiting that we need to wait, wait. And, 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 and it's, it's an active waiting. It, it, it's, an, it's a waiting, anticipating, but we're doing, we're going, we're, we're accomplishing the things around us. You see, if we don't find ourselves in a place where we are wait waiting, then if we're not actively waiting, we are sitting there and we are idly waiting and and waiting for God to answer this prayer and we can't move forward without him answering this prayer is not a good place to be I think it actually develops in us something um, an ADD and and no it's not attention deficit disorder that I think I sometimes experience um, because I see a lot of squirrels around me I think that it's this ADD this waiting idly produces apathy in our life. The A is the apathy. <clears throat> because we can't get on with anything else until God answers this prayer, and we are apathetic to anything else that God is doing in our life. I think it also, uh, the D is that it causes discouragement. Because God hasn't answered this prayer, then I'm discouraged with God and maybe the people around me as well. <clears throat> and so, um, that's also what it produces. And, and I think it also can produce this disregarding. The, the second D is disregarding. We can disregard what God is doing elsewhere in our life. 
because we're so fixated on this one thing. We're, we're, we're idle. We're so fixated that God answers this prayer that we sit idly doing nothing, that we become apathetic, we become discouraged with God, and we disregard anything else he's doing. But when we wait, wait, when we actively wait, that means that we're engaged with God, we're going about doing other things, wanting him and desiring for him to answer this prayer, believing he's going to answer this prayer, but, but we're not going to stop living life. We're going to actively engage with him while we wait, wait for him answer. So what does that produce? Well, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that in in here we can see in verses 2 to 5 that there is this, this actively waiting um, with God. And, and David is saying this, that, that in verse 2, that he, he didn't miss God answering. Because he was active, because he was engaged, he didn't miss that God took him from a sinking mud pit to standing on solid ground. He, he took him from wobbly legs, in verse 2, to very steady legs uh, and, and, a, and a steady walk with God. And then in verse 3, I really love this, because what happens when we actively wait for the Lord? That he gives us a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to God, and many will see what he has done and be amazed. <clears throat> this, uh, many will see and be amazed. It's this new song that, that he gives us, this point of where, where we give this new testimony. A song is a testimony of God. It's a praise to God. It's a, it's a, it, 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 we're lifting up and saying, this is what God has done, or this is who God is. And, and David is saying, because God has done this, because I have actively, I haven't lived in discouragement or apathy or disregard, I can have a new song, a new testimony, and it's a witness to the people around us. It really is. It's a witness of people around us. In verse 4 and 5, we see there that there's this focus on God where he keeps his trust in the, in the Lord. Oh, the joys of those who trust in the Lord, who have no confidence in the proud, or have those, or those who worship idols. Oh, Lord my God, you have performed many wonders for us. Your plans for us are too numerous to list. You have no equal. I have tried to recite all the wonderful, wonderful deeds. I would never come to an end of them. We, we, we get this place that when we wait, wait, this actively waiting on the Lord, we keep this focus on Him, we keep this trust on Him, and we don't stray to other idols. When we sit and we have to have this prayer answered, and we're, we're idle in our waiting. It's easy for us to drift into other things, to, to find ourselves drifting into the, into the internet, into the dark areas of the internet. It's easy for us to drift into criticism and, 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 and look at the people or look at the situation and be critical. It's easy for us to drift in, in, in our heart in serving. We stop serving. And, and here he says, I don't, I, when I wait, wait on you, I don't find myself going to idols. I go find myself going to you. And then I go and I can't help but find all these areas where God has blessed me. And I can say, God, you have done this and you have done this and you have done this. These are beautiful verses here of how we are to wait patiently, wait, wait, actively with the Lord. And as we come to verses 6 through 10, and, and I don't have time to go into all of these into detail, but 
we see here that in verse 6 that his eyes are open to the Lord, that that he, he isn't serving God out of obligation, but he's serving God because God is the most important thing in his life. It's not because I have to serve God, but I serve him because he is the most important part in my life. And in verses 7 and 8, it's doing God's will from the heart. You know, he says, here I am, I have come, and it's aka, I'm I'm here to be used by God. And he desires to do nothing else but God's will. And then we come to verses 9 and 10. He, he, He says, my lips cannot be sealed. I have to praise God. I have to let people know that he is my God. When we are actively waiting and God answers our prayers, wow, it is amazing. And here's the thing, is that we don't live on yesterday's um, victories. We live on today's victories. We're not going back and telling people, yeah, you know, when I was a teenager or when, when I was in my 20s or when I was, you know, my family. I mean, those testimonies are good, but there's something about a fresh new testimony that is important. And then we come to the last, verses 11 through 17. And I'll end with this. I think that David ends us here in in the realistic aspect of living life. And it's this. That we will find ourselves at times where we're, we're not always on the mountaintop that we find ourselves once again back in trials and tribulations and, 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 and we're here and we're wait, waiting on the Lord. And, and I think that's what the picture that David is giving us here is that, yeah, you know what? I, God, God took me out of this miry pit, this mud, and he set my feet on solid ground. But I find myself again in, back in trials and tribulations and struggles. But God is there because I am wait, waiting for him. So we will find ourselves in trials in tribulations, in struggles, again, but we can wait, wait. We can actively wait on the Lord to answer our prayers. I hope you found some encouragement in this today. I don't know where you're at. I don't know where you're at in your wait. I don't know where you're at in your wait, waiting. I hope you're in the wait, waiting. I hope you're waiting patiently. You're actively engaged with God, even though you have a prayer that needs to be answered. You have a situation in your life that you need God to answer your prayers, that you will be engaged with Him so you don't miss what He's doing, so you don't become discouraged, you don't become apathetic, you don't become, you don't disregard all the other things that God is doing in your life, and that you are waiting for that new song to come, that new testimony to share that you can recognize God has done many great things in your life and will do many great things to come in your life. May God bless you today as you go about your day. 